If you want to succeed in both life and business, you must master your time, your money, and your mind. This is where you will learn how. Welcome to the Wildly Aligned Podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach, Ilong Taras. Let's go. Welcome to this episode. How do you know when you are ready to make your first or next hire? And if you are, how do you know which role to hire for and whether to hire a permanent employee or outsource a couple of hours a week to a virtual assistant or a part-time contractor? In this episode, I am going to share the number one tool that is going to help you to answer these questions and to make the process of growing your team, which doesn't only mean permanent employees, less stressful and more impactful on the overall success of your business. A little side bonus of using this tool is that it is going to help you to free up at least five hours in your schedule this week. So if you are thinking that you aren't ready to make that first hire yet and you're about to click off of this episode, I want to invite you to tune in anyway, because this tool is actually useful regardless of what stage of business you're in. I would even argue that it is especially useful if you're in the beginning or early stages of business, because it is going to help you to get focused and ensure that your time is going where it makes the biggest impact. In a recent coaching call, one of my clients shared something that really raised a few red flags, and I wanted to bring this to the podcast so that you can learn from it and hopefully save yourself a lot of headache and frustration as you grow your business and more specifically your team. So my client has had a lot of growth over the last couple of years as more and more businesses are outsourcing professional services rather than keeping it in-house. And this is great, right? It's great for business. But she is working 12 to 14 hour days as a result of this workload. And she has recognized that she needs help. So on the call, she said, I think that it's time for me to hire a full-time assistant. Now, the reason why this statement made my ears perk up was because she was making a really big decision based off of a gut feeling rather than gathering the right information so that she could make an informed decision. Now, you've probably heard many business gurus chant the mantra, hire fast, grow fast. And it sounds really appealing, but hiring can be very expensive and very frustrating if we don't do it right. So most business owners who come to me for help with their business systems and their operational efficiency are very much in the same boat as this client. They love what they do and they are not afraid of taking action, pulling up their sleeves and getting to work, right? But they are on the verge and sometimes even past the point of burnout. And it is because they are approaching growing their team from the wrong perspective and with the wrong information. Now, I do want to also just add that it's not your fault if you are here, right? We have never really been taught what information we need before we hire, and we also haven't really been thinking about the mind drama that comes with letting go and building a team effectively. 
because it's hard making that mental shift, right? This business is our livelihood and we don't want some person coming in and making a mess of everything that we have worked so hard to build. So making that shift is often a very difficult one. So in the beginning, we typically do everything ourselves, right? We're the marketer, we're the accountant, that frontline worker, you name it, it's all on your plate. We have more time than we have money in the beginning. And because of this, we typically don't, you know, employ anyone or outsource anything because we can't afford (laughs) to pay them. So we spend our own time and we do the thing until our business is in a place where we can actually outsource something. Now, sadly, most business owners never even get out of this phase because they often think that they can't afford it, even if they can, right? But it's also because they don't actually understand the true value of their time as the business owner, like what their time is really worth. But that's an episode for another day. Now, for some, there comes this realization that those 12 to 14 hour days are unsustainable and unhealthy, right? You're overworked, you're stretched thin, and something has got to give. So you, you've you either recognized that you're going to burn yourself out, right? And perhaps you even have, and that was your wake-up call, or you've hit that income ceiling. You don't have more hours to sell. And so you make the decision to hire in in the hope of freeing up some time in your schedule so that you can focus on getting more clients or whatever it is, right? So you start looking for a mini you because that's what we think. We think that if we can clone ourselves, that is going to be the answer to all of our (laughs) problems. So you maybe make that first hire and there is often this like sigh of relief, right? But it's short-lived. Why? Because as the business owner, you're probably still in the driver's seat for every single decision. So you've handed over the tasks, but you haven't handed over the authority. And in the beginning, we typically like this, right? We we like that they, the team member, the new hire, comes to us with all of the questions. And, you know, it, it makes us feel a little bit important if we can answer their questions, right? That they come to us for help. And we also tell ourselves that, you know, this is normal. It's a normal part of the learning process. It's normal for them to ask questions as they're learning, and it's going to get better with time. But you soon find that the questions never stop. And you find yourself distracted overseeing every single move that this team member makes. Does this sound familiar? And then you start thinking things like, Things were simpler when it was just me. Or maybe, you know what? No one can actually do what I do. No one cares as much about my business as I do. And why the heck should I pay an employee if it's easier and faster for me to just do it myself? And then we get to this point where we fire the team member and we start searching for productivity solutions because if I can just do things faster, then this won't be a problem anymore. And just like that, we're back to that first phase, burning the midnight oil and doing everything ourselves. Now, if it feels like I am speaking to your soul right now, I want you to know that you're not alone. This is the story of so many business owners all around the world. 
And there is nothing wrong with, you know, being the linchpin for a while. We all go down that path. But you and I both know that if we want to truly create and experience the time and financial freedom we dreamed of when we started this business, right, we have to find a better way. And luckily, there is a better way. So before we skip to the solution, I think it's important for us to understand why we stay stuck in this pattern of overworking and why most businesses never become truly independent from its owners, like us, the owners, right? So firstly, we don't consider the mindset shift, as I've mentioned, that we need to make in order to delegate effectively and to embrace our role as the CEO. Now, shifting our thinking from being the doer in our business to being the CEO is hard. We started something from scratch and we put all of our blood, our sweat, our tears into it. And we have become used to the monster that we've created, right? We're not even entirely sure who we would be without it. Now, we need to let go of the badge of honor we so proudly wear because we're always so busy and our businesses need us. If you're the linchpin in your business, or in other words, you are the business, then you're trapped, right? That time freedom you desire when you started this thing is going to be a distant dream that won't get any closer, no matter how big your team gets, unless we can shift our perspective on what our most impactful role is, what your most impactful role is inside of your business. The second reason why we stay stuck in this cycle of overworking is we use burnout as a driving force behind our decisions, right? Decisions like when we need to hire, who we need to hire. And whenever we make a decision from a negative emotional state like being in burnout, we're usually making impulsive decisions on a whim rather than using the right information or data to drive those decisions. Now, we want to hire the right person for the right role at the right time. And in order to do that, we need the right information. The third reason why we stay stuck is when we do break out of the I can sail the ship by myself self-thinking and we hire or outsource, we still stay stuck in decision mode, never truly delegating to our team members and empowering them, them to take ownership and responsibility for the tasks that we have handed over. Now, this is a hard place to be because now you have added the pressure of paying someone, right, to take some of the tasks off of your plate, but you've also added the additional pressure of micromanaging and making every single call for this person because true delegation hasn't occurred yet. You haven't empowered your team or that person to make decisions on behalf of you. And you're not just overseeing tasks all of a sudden, you're now also shouldering all of the strategic decision-making that you know this person needs to actually be able to do. And this overburdens you, but it also stifles your team members' potential to grow and make a meaningful contribution to your business. So how do we break free? <laughs> now, I wish I could give you a quick Monday makeover and fix this for you in one afternoon, but the truth is that's not possible. 
It is a gradual shift that starts with understanding that building a business, building a team that that doesn't need you at the center of it is actually where true freedom lies. Now, on a more practical note, it's also knowing what needs to be transferred off of your plate so that you can focus on, on the things inside of your business that lights you up. In order for us to make this shift, we have to move our perspective from I have to do it all because this is my baby and you know I'm I'm the one doing all the things to a new perspective, one where we are working in and on the business because we want to, not because we need to, right? And it is unfortunately the work that very few have the persistence to do. And one of the reasons why most small businesses don't survive, in my opinion. So let's discuss the tool that I use with my private clients to help them understand where they are spending their time and is also going to help you to clarify that for yourself, but more importantly, to understand whether it is actually time for them to hire or outsource. And more importantly, it's also going to tell you exactly what you need to delegate or transfer or outsource that is going to make the biggest impact, not only in your business, but also in your life. So the tool is time tracking. Time tracking is your crystal ball. It is going to show you exactly where your time is going. It's also going to tell you what to stop doing and what you can do less of what you can or want to delegate to a potential new team member or a team member that maybe is already on the team, right? It's also going to help you identify exactly where you need help. Even if you're not going to outsource or hire immediately, the information is going to give you an opportunity to plan for it, right? Now, one of my favorite benefits of doing the time tracking exercise is that it really empowers you to get back to the things that excite you about your business, allowing you to do more of what you love and the things that add real big value to your business in new and exciting ways. So we're so used to tracking our financial data, right? And tracking our time is actually equally, if not more important than tracking our finances. Because how you're spending your time, the things that are getting your attention and energy on the daily, those are the things that drive the entire business, right? It also feels how you feel about your business, which has an impact on everything. So let's talk about time tracking and more specifically how you do it. So once a quarter, you are going to track your time for three to five days. The longer you track, the more information you have. And I also just want to add that I understand that this exercise is not necessarily the most fun exercise to do, right? So I would really recommend do three days as a minimum and five as a max, just so that you're not like, you know, bogging yourself down with this exercise. Also, I want you to be specific about the activities that you're doing. So when you write down what you did, in a specific time frame, I want you to get really specific about what the activity is. So here's an example. Don't just write down, I read emails for 20 minutes, right? Be specific about the type of emails. Example, I spent 
20 minutes answering client support questions, or I spend 15 minutes writing sales emails. The reason why we want to be so specific is so that we, after we've done the time tracking exercise, can actually see which of these elements, which of the activities that we're doing inside of our business would we actually want to allocate, and also how much time is needed to complete that activity, right? So if we've been spending five hours answering client support emails every week, then it's pretty easy for us to see that, you know, we might need to outsource roughly five hours a week to someone that can deal with client support um, stuff, right? Rather than us doing it. So I want you to also track as you're going through this exercise, any business related transactions and or distractions rather. And I think this is really important because your life isn't a distraction, right? When I talk about distraction, I am referring to maybe you wanted to post things on social media for your business, but you actually got lost in like a social media scroll hole, right? So that I would consider a distraction. Your kids aren't distractions, <laughs> okay? So at the end of the week, I want you to debrief yourself on the information that you've gathered. I have shared a debrief PDF that I use with my clients so that you can make the most of the information that you've collected during the tracking exercise and apply what you've learned inside of your business. Now, this exercise is going to show you where your time is going. And most often, we don't like what we see, right? It is not going to be fun, but it will be so impactful if you do it. So I want you to remember, we cannot make effective decisions as owners if we don't have the information. And if you are serious about building a business that can run without you, which I bet you are because you're still here listening to me, or at the very least, you want to create space for you to live and enjoy more outside of your business. This exercise is where you need to start. So go over to the show notes, go grab the PDF questions for your debrief and start tracking your time. I will see you again next week. Cheers. Mm -hmm.